4: Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms of supply. See McDonald's.com.
1: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth
0: minute of injury
1: time. Injury time, injury time. Injury time. Knockout takes. Almovia saves. Knockout follows it. Almovia saves again. And now Wagner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe Do not believe what I've just seen! Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty
0: that was saved by Almunia! Do not scratch your eyes! Do not scratch
1: your eyes! Do not scratch your eyes! eyes, eyes, eyes,
4: eyes, eyes, eyes. Well, hello and welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter! And well, Peter, how Christ <laughs> once was enough. How are we all? It's been another funny old week, isn't it?
5: It's been a very strange twenty-four hours. That's for certain.
4: Yeah, So, what do we make of all that then? Uh, let's start with you, Carlos. What do you make of the whole saga?
6: You know, I think we've already sort of touched on it. The performances weren't weren't the best, were they? Under Billich, you know, if you take away the Luton game, there isn't really many that sort of stand out um, in in terms of selection, his substitutions, and a few other bits. And after the Preston game, I think coming away from that, we all we all felt it. I mean, I don't think there's many people that that sort of said, "Oh no, no, he, he needs more chance, he needs another chance," or and so forth. So. I'm not surprised in in terms of the sacking itself. I'm I'm more surprised about the timing. And and I guess and we've I've already covered this, but it is it is something that I'm I'm curious by. What's the plan? <laughs> because well. we've bought we we've bought in Mr. Wilder. You know, on the face of things, has a point to prove. He he, he didn't cover himself in glory at Middlesbrough previous to that has has had success in the championship with Sheffield United it's a good roll of the dice for me you know if if we're saying that we, we want to hit the playoffs and get get into the, back into the Premier League fine I get yeah. that long term is more of a concern for me what is the plan we don't hear anything it's all silence and you know we, we, we I feel like we've just sort of done a big sort of u-turn and, and come back on ourselves again about what's going on upstairs for me Anyway, I, th- I think
5: for me, it's the fact that we have gone completely. We, we've, this is now the full 180 that we did from the start of the season. We've talked about Rob Edwards and I appreciate the words that Scott Duxbury used that will be used against him forever and a day. And hell. He might, and high he, and he and might get a tattoo of that, might
6: he? He might no, well. get a tattoo. Yeah.
5: But, but everybody, you know, in fairness to him at that point, everybody went, yeah, brilliant. Young coach bringing in, you know, young players. We're going to be trying to go back to the Watford kind of um, uh, model as we, as we saw it before, which is bringing in exciting young players. Yes, but trying to do things differently, but we're going to try and, you know, we've, we've got to make sure that we don't lose ourselves that we've done previously, but we're going to go long-term. And we all know that that lasted about 10 minutes. Well, 10 league games to be precise and then we went with Village. and so many people have been asking about well if if you've changed model come and talk to us come and tell us what the model is and now we've made again the change again and I don't think anybody uh, there's an excellent piece by 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 the wonderful Andrew French in the Watford Observer where he talks about not just about this in isolation because he says Billich in isolation I think it, there's no nobody's going we're shocked about this because the football wasn't great when we did the Twitter spaces yesterday when we had the uh, when we were seeing the announcement so, we, you know, I mean, our, our remit is just to go to go to the phones and see what everybody thinks. Um, but we asked and said, uh, as a poll, tell us if you are either glad or you're unhappy or if you're in the middle ground where, no, you're not happy about it, but you understand this particular change. Mm. 95% of the people understood the change. The three people who were unhappy were all Luton town supporters. We are Luton. Well done. Uh, um, you know, fair play. Yeah. We, I'm, I'm sure we do the same to you. But his point is, this is understandable. But it keeps bringing back the fact that there is no plan, and that all of these small individual problems, which starts to feel a little bit like a lot of the things from last season, everything from from the coaches to the to the food money to the, all the you know to the flasks to the all of these things start to irk and start to become an irritation in themselves. So. And now we've gone, as I say, completely 180 because we've we've now appointed somebody for 11 games. It's as short-term as a short-term appointment can really be. And the thing is, is that I think, but for me personally, it makes sense, again, from a football point of view. And I think, Chris Wilder, you could have an awful lot worse than go for him. But it's ironic that we went from a, But manager who wanted to play three at the back, he wanted to play 3-5-2. We didn't support him. We moved across to a manager who was playing 4-2-3-1. He wanted things. We didn't support him. We've gone and got two centre-backs who feel like they might be quite good overlapping centre-backs for a 3-5-2. And we've Mm -hmm. gone and bought Yao Ferreira, who's a right wing-back, really, feels like we were supporting a, a, a 352 now we've got somebody in who might actually benefit from the last transfer window not delighted but understandable i think is the is where i'm positioned what are your what are your thoughts on it just
4: my thoughts are slightly bigger picture i think i'm not seeing any real improvement from I, and a lot of people use this date, the cup final of 2019. Now, obviously, we have had a promotion since then. So it's easy to forget that we have had a promotion since that, that cup final. But we've also had two relegations. And I, I I don't see a promotion this year either. So I think it was wise to get Billich out of the picture because nothing, nothing was improving under Bilic, nothing at all. And that Preston game was, honestly, I've been to some boring football matches in my life. That was terrible. I can't even remember. In fairness, that.
5: in fairness, you were sat next to me. I mean that's not going to help the situation. Well no,
6: that's that's I mean that's gonna slow
5: things up considerably I yeah. think
4: I was saying to you Peter, this is one of the worst football matches I've ever seen.
6: <laughs> I took it very
5: personally. You took it very personally,
4: yeah. <laughs> um so I think I think obviously you know I think if it kept Village on, there definitely would have been no progress. So this is a very clever roll of the dice. There's no pressure on Wilder either because no. you can just say to Wilder, you've got 11 games, do your best. And no one's going to judge you harshly if you don't do well. I mean, like, people would slav because he's had best part of the season. Chris Wilder's got 11 games. I was seeing a thing today that Benjamin Bloom put out about who's got the toughest and the easiest running. We have got a very easy quote unquote running and and he's basing that on xg and he's basing it on uh the league table and various other things and he's done it all very mathematical we've got an easy running so
5: if you remember when we looked at the home and the away tables and i plotted out who we got left to play we've preston were third in the away table they're actually not bad away from home they'd had what eight wins five draws and four four defeats yeah so us actually not get it it, puts that in a bit of perspective. Other than that, other than when we go to Coventry, who are about fourth in the home table, so this is just the results for home and away, everybody is in the bottom half of those. Yeah. We, really, we really are coming on to something that might hopefully work in our favour. But hey, when but, have I ever said that before, hopefully?
4: You say it's going to work in our favour though, Peter, but what that's going to do is it's going to put us in the playoff position. And now you've either got to you know, win the semi-finals and the final. Now you're in the Premier League, that comes with itself. A whole new set of issues and challenges or you I,
5: I, I get everybody saying that but I don't give a flying fuck about that I'd rather be in there and having that problem to deal with rather than rather than not and I appreciate everybody goes well you know we're going to get beaten every day and all that if you're there you would take promotion if we all press reverse and went back to 2012 2013 and I know we all say isn't it lovely for the do not scratch your eyes moment quite literally yeah you know yeah. for that we'll, we'll take the defeat against Crystal Palace would we have taken it then damn right we would have done because we're already going to have to change the team. Five of our senior players are loan players. Yeah, I get that. It doesn't matter whether we're in the Premiership yeah. or in the or yeah. in the Championship. And, and, and the two will be are... we'll have hundred and thirty odd million quid more to deal
4: with. Quite. And two others are very sellable assets that probably will go in in SAR and Pedro. So yeah. I mean, it's going to be a complete rebuild of the team, whichever division we're in next season. Going up via the pl- playoffs, though, does have its own set of problems. In that you've got a month less to prepare for the Premier League. Than teams that go up automatically because they they know they're going up at the beginning of May and you don't know till the end of May beginning of June that you're going up so you've got a slight disadvantage there yes you get a nice prize out of it etc cetera, etc cetera. I think um in, in, in is it
5: is it is it ideal no but the last time we went up we went up in second place and we still made an absolute cods of it you know for 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 me it comes back down to the fact that you know we there would be a you know, we, we would hope that Manga would be able to bring in a certain cadre of players. We brought in a host of scouts. This is a lot of the disruption that hasn't really helped Billich, but should hopefully help us, you know, moving forward to be able to identify players. We will be, be able to bring in certain players if we are in the Championship and different players if we are in the Premiership. And exactly. we would hope that that would be there. But whatever happens, we are not going to bring those Premiership players in until we get to the Premiership. Th- th- and it doesn't matter whether or not we go up in first or second because last time we got up early, early, early and we still made a cods of it. Hopefully with Manga and uh, and crew, we make a better fist of it this year.
6: Ma- Manga's position and uh, his job role is, is going to be more difficult in the Championship than it is in the Premier League because of the homegrown player role, yeah. which, which we're suffering with this season. That's a lot of our problems. I mean, I know the you know, forget the, the curse of the do not scratch your eyes interview players. but <laughs> It doesn't it, help though. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of what in, in what we would be able to bring in and who would be able to bring in um, in, in the Premier League, we, we've got more of a more of a buffet selection than, than what we've currently got. and like you say that the amount of players that are going to go out, I do get that side but I do disagree and in, 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 in you know and it's opinions and that's why I love this what we do because for, for me going back to the Premier League just to come back down again, and I know from the financial aspect, it's brilliant because of, of, of what it does. But that's all it does. And if, if the club, if somebody at the club or a supporter or whoever is telling me that's what Watford need because of the situation we currently find ourselves in, i.e., the behind the scenes is fucked and we need that money so desperately, that's why we're throwing everything we can at it now. I think that's a that's a bigger problem in itself and and, and, a, and a bigger picture that needs addressing long term. You know, and, and it comes right back that round to what's the what's the plan? If that's the plan,
5: the plan is going to be Gino is sitting there going, I would rather have one hundred and forty million or one hundred and thirty million or whatever the the total money is two hundred million, however many millions it is, burning a hole in my pocket and bringing players in than not having it.
6: Will he invest it? Has he has he has he invested the money that he's had off off transfers before?
5: I would say yes. I would say he has invested. Has he invested all of it? No. Has he invested more than any previous manager? Absolutely. A year ago I went through the top 25 most expensive players and they are all, they are all Gino Pozzo signings. Do we go out and spend £60 million on a player? No, that's not the club we are. I don't think the question is, will they spend money? I think the question is going to be, they have to spend money in certain areas. They have to bring in certain qualities of players. If we get up, I mean, it's it, let's face it, it's a fairly moot point because it's definitely an outside bet for us to get anywhere close to it at the moment. You know, Wilder's got to come in and, and basically produce something close it's to Alchemy. Saturday.
6: It starts Saturday. If Saturday, if Saturday goes pear-shaped... And the the worst of worst things happens and QPR get a result. I mean, what we're talking about is is none and void anyway for me.
5: Yeah, very true. Very true. I mean, coming out on Thursday is going to be the preview of the QPR show. and You know, a little preview is going to be the fact that we're chatting with with, uh, Richard Honey about it. And we talk about a number of championship clubs. That are really potentially walking a tightrope financially. We know we are. We know that they have, you know, already secured financial um, financial instrument investments, i.e., bought the payment forward for a whole host of things. Now we don't know because we don't get to see the finances until what towards the end of this month. But that'll still be a year past. You know that will that will clock us back to you know where we were in July 2022, not where we are now. So we'll we'll see what it what that what that will bring us. But if we look at everything that has happened since July twenty twenty two, because last November, you know, we we bought an instrument out, basically effectively taking a mortgage out on um, on Vicarage Road to supposedly consolidate the the large amount of loans that were there, and we were taking money against the the the, the player sales, including the ones going to Udinese. We took sixteen million pounds for Kamara, which. If that doesn't promote somebody to look at that particular financial deal, I don't know what will personally. But hey ho, if you can get if you can get away with it, fine. Swish money from Italy to, Wat, to to Watford, great stuff. And then you've also got the fact that, as we say, they have already, yeah, you know, basically taken the hit on the uh, on on the on the TV revenue. So mm-hmm. if we don't go up this year, it's not going to be easier for us to go up next year. And we still have to replace those five loan do, uh, those five loan players. I don't see the plan at this point in time being. Let's start building for next season in the championship and start doing something correctly. Mm. I think it's a question of going let's let's throw the dice. That's what everybody's comment is, it's it's throw the dice and see if we can get up. Personally, there's eleven games. I go to a game hoping we're gonna win the game, regardless of the league table. And I hope that the you know, what Wilder will bring will be a propensity to, you know, and a willingness to sweat for the shirt, run through fucking walls and try and win each individual game. If we get to the playoffs, then we take what's there. If we don't then at least we had a go. A lot of people were saying under Billich, you know and they were talking about it with return with regards to you know play two up front which he staunchly was refusing to do have a go at games go and be positive if we fail, fail positively. if we do that and we fail positively I'll be happy. but if we get if we get the opportunity for promotion, I'd grab it with both hands.
4: Let's see you know we've got was it three months ish Is if that is it three months two months see what happens in it see what happens yeah, yeah. We'll and and we'll
5: I see. take on board what was said yesterday because when we were doing the spaces all, all, all the way through and it, it's there for you guys to go and have a listen to if you wish to a lot of people were saying it's irrelevant because we've lost the heart and soul of the club which is where we probably need to take the discussion yeah. and the fact that um I mean Pete Fincham came on and gave a fantastic nigh on speech to be honest with you saying well if we go up it just keeps this thing going you know it it, it makes them think that they can still do it and you know what we want is the clubs come back but until we can see something viable it's, it's hard to see past the idea of saying well I would rather go the way of you know I don't know Bournemouth by getting back up again than go the way of a Bolton yeah, and, oh. and basically, it'd be a long time away from that pot of cash. Absolutely horrible, though, talking about finances.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So, so anyway, we did um, just to go back to the Wilder thing. We did actually have a, a chat on Free Counties Radio this morning with Andy Collins, which was therapeutic for him. I think he uh, he does like to he does like to get into it, doesn't he? So yeah, that was that was quite <laughs> good fun. Though seven o'clock in the morning for a phone call is never good fun particularly if you're about to be on radio. I was bleary-eyed as I took the call this morning, but um, that, was, that was quite good fun to do.
3: Uh, let's chat to Justin Beatty and Carl James, hosts of the Watford uh, fan podcast, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. And it's a great little podcast as well. Good morning to you, Justin. Morning, Andy. And good morning to you, Carl. Good morning, sir. Morning, gentlemen. Right, so, uh, first of all, uh, Justin, what do you make of this then? Goodbye, number 17. Hello, number 18.
0: Yes, yes. Well, we're getting used to it now, aren't we? It's uh, you, you get numb to it after a while, I think. You just sort of think, oh, well, there goes another manager. Here comes a new one. Uh, yeah, let's see. Short-term appointment to the end of the season. So, uh, let's see. Let's see.
3: Carl, where do you think it went wrong for him? thought. Uh,
0: for-
6: I think it's easier to go where it went right for him. Unfortunately, uh, I, I, the chap you spoke to just before bringing us on, not Justin, the, the guy that Justin interviewed, but um, I think tactically he got a lot wrong, Mister Billich, and um, the, the final straw was against Preston. It was one of the worst performances I've seen this season.
3: It was Snoozeville, wasn't it? And he had a he had a great squad on on, on the Saturday.
6: Yeah, he did, and he, and and that's the thing.
3: Um,
6: you know. Uh, I know nothing's won on paper, but we, we've got probably one of the best squads in the championship and it, it's trying to get somebody in that can make something of that now.
3: So, Justin, what do you think of of, of Mr Wilder? Has he got the minerals to uh, get us in the playoffs?
0: Um, well, I, I think a change was needed. Whether it's Wilder is the man to do it, I don't know. Um, I haven't even seen how he's going to set the um, set the team up yet. So... Oh, I don't know, Andy. Yes, let's say yes. I'm going to be positive and say yeah. yes. And
3: yeah. Which is unlike you. Which is unlike yeah, you to be positive. It <laughs> it's too early for me to be negative, Andy. Okay, so so, boys, question for you both, right? We yeah. you know this is manager number 18, okay? People on the outside are going, what is going on at Watford? But this is the Watford way. Manager number 18. At what point do we start going, okay, maybe this is down to the players. Have we got too many bounty hunters at our Club, too many players who are just there to pick up a nice big old paycheck and and go through the paces. Is it time to rip it all up, get rid of them, and go the other way and get young, hungry, keen players to do do the business? Or am I being a bit naive there, Carl? What do you think? Oh,
6: that's no no pressure on me. Thanks. Uh, 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 do you know what? I, I think there is a lot to be said that you know the players haven't done enough. I'd also question. Upstairs as well, Andy. You know, I, I know it's it, it's a tough one, but I think after so many managers, surely as a as a business, if you look at it like that, they've got to be looking at is this model working now? Um, and at the moment, you know, it's not. So it, it's a little bit of a mixture bag for me, players and and what's going on upstairs.
3: Justin, question to you. Uh,
0: same mate, absolutely the same. At some point, I think the owners have to kind of look at what they're doing and realize that it's not always the managers that are the problem. Um, you know, you, you just keep, what was it, Einstein said the uh, definition of insanity was trying the same thing time and time again and expecting a different result. How many more managers are we going to get in before we realise this whole bring them in and second thing isn't really working? Um, so I think the owners need to look at themselves a little bit, yeah.
3: Justin, can I yeah. just remind you that this is uh, BBC Three Counties Radio and not Radio 4. Don't start <laughs> quoting Philosopher's Love. <laughs> uh, I apologise. <laughs> <I apologize. laughs> this morning, aren't we? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone got up early. Um, is, is promotion way off now, lads? Can we do this?
0: Oh, oh, he go on, Justin, you go for it. Go on. I'll go first. Um, I think promotion is unlikely, personally. I think we might just scrape the playoffs, but I don't think we're going to get promoted. I think you need to have uh, a lot of momentum um, behind you and a lot of form behind you as you go into the playoffs to be successful. So... I think it's unlikely, and I really do not want a Watford-Luton final, I can tell you
3: that. Oh, I my really God. don't want that. <laughs> oh, my God. We'd have to get there days early to set up, wouldn't we, Carl? Yeah, we'd, I mean, we'd have to leave the day before, I think, to, to get in there, but
6: yeah, not not something I want. Um, J- Justin asked that question, the 18 managers. I'm not going to answer it because I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but there is a connection to Watford. He's absolutely right. Um, and if that connection has anything to do with what goes on in terms of appointing managers and so forth. You know, I beg him. I beg him to do something about what's going on at our club at the moment. But in terms of, are we going to get promoted? I'm going to put it out there. I'm on radio. Why not? I don't want to get promoted. I think if we get promoted, it's just for the financial situation. We're not a team that's going to sustain in the Premier League currently in terms of the squad depth that we've got. And we're just going to end up being a yo-yo club. I think if we're going to go up, we need to do it properly. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, I'll give you Burnley, for instance, who will be quite
3: comfortable when they go up this season. Boys, uh, listen, two questions before I go. Very quickly, of all the 18 managers we've had, which one has been the best so far we should have stuck with and which one's been the worst? Oh, uh, oh.
6: Easy for me. Ha- Harry Vassia
0: has been the best. And I'd say, well, the worst is Mr, Mr. Hodgson, isn't it, for me? Yeah. What do you reckon, same? same. (laughs) (laughs) No arguments there, mate. Exactly the same, yeah. yeah. Exactly the
3: same. Yeah although I do miss Weekend at Bernie's. Um, OK, um, the other bit of gossip, I don't know if you... Uh, it was in the, it's in the papers. Apparently, I wasn't there on Saturday, but apparently... Could you imagine this? Apparently, Nathan Jones was in the... Uh, in oh, the, no. Well, can you imagine? My God, my blood has just gone cold. You're on the wind-up <laughs> there, I think, without. that no, I mean, it's in the papers. <laughs> apparently, he was there on oh, Saturday. No. Can you imagine if they'd gone down that route? Uh, anyway, no. listen, onwards and upwards, go the Glory Hornets. We're on our way to Wembley, and I'm telling you, now it's going to be a Luton Watford final in the playoffs. Oh, man. That would be, it would be amazing, but dear God, yeah, bring your tin out <laughs> That's what I'd say, <laughs> boys. As always, thank you very much indeed. Speak to you soon. Oh, lads, just before I go, if people want to listen to the podcast, where do they need to go?
0: Uh, you can go to our website, which is do not scratch your eyes We're also on Spotify and all that sort of stuff, YouTube. So yeah,
3: we can be found fairly easily. Gentlemen, I'm feeling the urge to rant, but I can hold on for a few more weeks. But let's set that up soon, yeah. Okay. Cheers, yes, boys. Stop, man. Thanks, Andy. Cheers, lads. Uh, that's Justin and Carl, there, hosts of the Watford Fan Podcast. Do not scratch your eyes. So yeah, that was that was um, yeah, that was good fun to do. Um, did you
4: did you end up having another call, uh, Carl? I thought you said you might have another appearance.
6: That's now on Sunday. That's I on Sunday.
4: That. Okay. Yes. And, and what happened with your Chris Kamara and
6: that's in the in the but I don't know when that's coming out actually so <laughs> I'm waiting to I'm waiting for that to to arrive shall we so, say so this
4: is why you weren't on the butter pie podcast the other day you were talking yes. to Ben Shepherd
6: yeah I, you know when somebody what's the best way of describing you know when you look at something it, the old Argos magazine years ago you used to get the Argos magazine you used to go through it and you go oh that looks nice. I'll fucking, order that where because the fuck of how it's this
4: going? I don't
6: understand. Where this wait, is going. wait, wait, wait! And then you order it, and then it turns <laughs> up, and it's not quite how you imagined. That ah. was a little bit how that podcast was.
4: Started. <laughs> is that how it was? Okay.
6: So yeah, so we'll um we'll we'll probably leave that there. But when it comes out, <laughs> okay. you'll um you'll see what I mean. When you were talking to Ben Shepherd, though, were you getting
5: like little coins and pushing them I, up to the edge of the desk? I and just did, yeah, pushing I, them I, over the side <laughs>
4: to fall. See what you're doing yeah. there. <laughs> done there. Well very done. good, yes. Very, very well good. Well done.
0: This is Neil Cox. We do not scratch our eyes. Thank you very much to all the Watford supporters.
4: Shall we have a little look, just to relieve this for a minute, at some unpopular opinions about oh. Watford Football Club? So I, I put something out on uh, on Twitter last week to say, What's your favourite unpopular opinion about anything to do with Watford FC? Well, some of these that came in. Are they beauties? They, well, can, we, they're, can, they're,
5: can, we, can we decide which one we think is the most popular unpopular opinion? I
4: think that might be an idea. Idea, you might have to. Keep that it- sounds like
5: you should have a medal or a trophy awarded for this. I like yeah. this squad.
4: You might have to keep track of them though, because there's quite a few. The first one comes from at Cutty70, who's not holding back. Our January window was shite. Not <laughs> kept a clean sheet since this was pre-Preston, and two yeah. lone players not good enough to start. Or, or suited to the formation so that was uh, Cutty 70's opinion very accurate at, at HTAM96 i think is winding everybody up with this one Andre Gray was a bloody good player that's I, how think, think. I, uh, I think, think these are things good.
5: that they initially thought that they that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that they have changed their mind upon right they may okay, have changed their cool. mind
4: upon it yeah Aiden WFC says Hassan Kamara and Backman have been overhated for the last few months Ooh. yeah
6: yeah i like that one
4: yeah at sonic Parkins, the new centre half partnership are not as wonderful as many think. uh Still no clean sheets again pre Preston on yep, that one. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this one. Well, uh, the, fu-
5: the funny thing was with that though. Preston was probably their least convincing game. They kept a clean sheet. You know, it does does go to show you can play, and the result isn't everything. But you know, looking at the performance, and then yeah. as you know, I do like a statistic. As you know, you
4: like a stat. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: It's- it's, that's an interesting one. I'm just
6: saying that the greatest defender Craig Cathcart played in the Preston game, and that's the reason there was no goal conceded.
4: Yes, yes, unpopular Fair opinion, play. and he was absolutely shocking in that game as well. By the way, he was and, awful, <laughs> and he was playing on the as a, as a right fullback, wasn't he? I think I don't think he was playing yeah. in the middle. Of yeah, that. He's,
6: he's he's done that a few times. He has done that there.
4: a few times. Yeah. At Watford underscore Politic, hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Ooh, lovely. <laughs> the Vic is not a great stadium in terms of facilities or view of the pitch. <laughs> okay. Now I I disagree with that because that I... is that I'm,
6: is an unpopular opinion That's unpopular that's,
4: I've sat everywhere I like that though Yeah I mean unless yeah. you're in a Sir Elton John And you've got the sun in your eyes uh, Which So uh,
6: theoretically we should be voting this on the, Like how
3: Outlandish it is out,
6: yeah, yeah how How, how wrong they are. Yeah exactly
3: Yeah yeah Yeah, yeah so um, that one
6: That one's up there then That's up I, there I, I completely disagree yeah, with complete, I completely yeah. I
4: vehemently disagree with that
6: Yeah
4: yeah um, At Bait Vic Ivich would have taken us up And kept us up If we hadn't screwed in with the squad <laughs> Lots of <laughs> laughter there. I think we have a uh, we have an early uh, winner there. <laughs> um, oh
0: wow! Yeah. Well, okay.
4: when, when he went, we were in about 8 were weren't we? We were kind yeah.
5: of roughly where we are now. You know, yeah. we'd really, we'd really sort of uh, the, the the wheels had come off. And uh, if I if I remember rightly, Huddersfield being his last game, where uh, Ben Foster made a bit of a rick, and then Capou uh, put through his own goal, his own and goal, then just yeah. laughed. Oh, god, yes. Team. Yeah, no, it it was a mess. It, it was could... a mess. Yeah, I remember yeah. sitting Nice, there. Ni- Nice unpopular opinion, though. Well, nice, done, like yeah. that. well, well done, done. Great, great unpopular
4: <laughs> Freezing opinion. Freezing my arse off in that Rotherham game that we won 2-0, and the football was just absolutely appalling. Do you remember that? When, when fans weren't allowed in, you were up the Vicarage oh, Road yeah. end, and I was yeah. in the. Oh, no, you were the were rookery on, end.
6: Were you on TV? Were you on the celebration? I was on was Sky,
4: yeah, on the first goal, giving it all that. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, I do remember. I do remember. Cool. um here's here's uh here's another one from uh Orns. seb prudel was absolutely terrible for 95 percent of the time
6: that, i mean that's actually annoyed me that one so that's got to be good isn't it <laughs> <laughs> that pissed me off that one yeah, yeah no yeah that's a good one then
4: uh, this one this one actually is one that's going to rankle with people of a certain age uh, this is from Sir at Sir Hornets. Anything the club does that an individual fan doesn't like won't destroy GT and or Elton's legacy.
5: No, I like that. I think that's quite fair. In, in, in as much as everybody does, you know, knee-jerk react to it mm. on everything. The yeah. the thing is, though, it, what, what he says is individual thing that affects an individual. It's when there are individual things that affect a lot of people yeah. or a lot of people are affected by an individual thing that goes on, such as, you know oh crikey, you know, any number of the the cock-ups we've had over the last two years from trying to get in the ground with your phones and, and all sorts of stuff sometimes it's just teething problems that yeah, but- was
6: one of Justin's favourite times that I
4: oh I, I the, love that
5: uh, I hated that
6: I do remember the rants
4: the, <laughs> r- the rants <laughs> rants <laughs> rants just let me in damn you uh, friend of the podcast Jason Rose we may well have finished in the European places if we had lost the FA Cup semi-final to Wolves I think oh, that's I, I fair agree. I, I, think that's I agree fair. yeah, yeah.
6: I can't, that's that. so that one's actually rubbish because I completely agree
4: <laughs> okay
6: no no
5: I I think I think Yavi I think Yavi's PR at this club is 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 brilliant. I love him to pieces but we won one game I think it was maybe two after February in the league. And it was way at Huddersfield 2-1 that year that year yeah, um, yeah yeah that year we 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 were drawing and we we got found out. He had that he had that 4-4-2 or four-two box two, whatever you want to call it, with with Pereira and uh, and Hughes pushing inside in order to then create width. You had Holabass or uh, Kiko bombing up the top. So suddenly you're left with you know Cathcart and Dawson up against you know whichever racing snake they're up against. No wonder we got ripped to pieces. And he never changed it until the last the, the last twenty minutes away at Newcastle in the last game. Hmm. I think I I don't think we would have done. I think we got found out and the cup, Papered over a lot, but you know what? It won off nice papering. I enjoyed it very it much. I
6: would have, um, however, I will say this: I would have swapped that FA Cup semi-final for it for a chance to go and see Watford in Europe.
4: So that's kind I of what with... Jason's saying there, isn't it? Really? Yeah,
6: I would. I would have let Wolves beat us. What happened happened, but we got into Europe. I, I would have. I would have taken that.
4: But that Delafoe goal, mate. Oh, that, yeah, it was beautiful. That, that moment yeah, yeah. of Deeney smashing in the I, I actually
6: think both goals were... I think that the, the winning goal actually doesn't get the recognition it deserves. No, no, that was it was a, a cracker. Looking, lovely all. little finish. Lovely little finish. That was a cracker.
5: Um, it also involved 2 one twos with Andre Gray. Andre Gray. Never been seen before. <laughs> Damn it.
4: Hold on to your hats here. Uh, Ooh, and, and bring it bring your temper in at richard underscore sprang says at some point we have to give it a rest about graham taylor it's gonna put off younger fans <laughs> hang on not finished he was a good bloke and a good manager but i sometimes think we're in a cult
6: <laughs> yeah
4: I mean, gonna, what do you say to that
6: for the purpose of this segment, it, it, I mean, it's ticked all the boxes there because it, it's gone. I've, lots of emotions have run through me yes. during that little. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah. I mean, mm, not who yet. was it? Spragg at Richard underscore Sprague? Sprague, Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, right,
6: right. I'm just going to write that down.
4: I'm just going to make a note of him and put him in my tweet, book. Tweet him <laughs> as soon as I'm done. <laughs> Uh, At WFC GLS, Jose Holabas was an awful defender. He wasn't hard. He got booked because he was normally in the wrong position and had to foul the player to recover. That's spot on. Fair point. (laughs) Okay, so that's that's not unpopular. If you remember
5: remember what we used to say about him and just what I was saying about getting up and supporting uh, in wide areas – for 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 Yavi's system was he could deliver a ball. Mm. That was what we that was what we said about him. Yeah, yeah. He was he was a he was a headcase, which which everybody loves him for. I love I mean, him. We we, up, yeah. we yeah. hadn't had an overtly you know kind of violent left back since the heady days of Robo, no. who was also a bloody fine player. In fairness, yeah. But uh, but but having somebody bonkers at left back is always a joy.
4: <laughs> Absolutely. At hosepipe underscore one seems to want to give us. <laughs> Do you
6: quite,
4: work in a garden? Center? I don't know, but quite possibly. <laughs> and his name's Colin Hosier. That's probably why he's gone for hosepipe, oh, wow. underscore one. Um, I hope this is good, Colin. Well, Hosier. he wants to give us about three points, because I found it hard Ooh, to sort good. of follow the, the, the train of thought on it. So the first point is, it wasn't all Vialli's fault. Not an unpopular opinion, because I think that's fair. Andre yeah. Gray and Bio scored a few important goals. Yeah, that's okay, true. Okay, I'm well, with yeah, give you that. Yeah. Uh, if the money was right, Deany's feet wouldn't have touched the floor to leave the club. Now, what true. he's saying there is that Deany would have gone if he'd been given a, a a good payday at another club. I think that's absolutely fair. I think Deany probably would have gone. I, I don't. I think, think they're was...
5: also saying if somebody had stomped up thirty to forty million. I think. I think the the biggest one I remember was Leicester offering him Leicester's around thirty million, and at the time he was a uh, what you know I've scored twenty goals three times on the spin in the championship. I've I've had two reasonable seasons and kept us you know become a a a credible premiership uh, striker Mm. and and there at that point you're then looking at at what what are you going to get to replace him at who and how Mm. Um, I think if they'd have gone another five million he'd have he'd have have probably gone but I remember reading about Deeney saying because this was the year after they won the trophy they won the, the championship Christ I'll get it right in a minute the premier league and he'd said well they've already done it. It doesn't matter if we get, you know, we go into Europe and we win the UEFA Cup or or Europa League or whatever it's called these days. It's never going to beat that. Mm. It's never going to beat that. I mean, since then, Leicester have won the FA Cup. Nobody ever remembers that. No. Outside of Leicester. No. Everybody just remembers. And he, so he, he was absolutely right. But uh, yeah, if it had been the right deal, of course he would have gone.
4: At MG underscore 99999 nine, 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 says, Not sure it's unpopular, but we need a song at five minutes to kick off to get the crowd up for the game and involved. Rarely is there any atmosphere until something good yeah. or controversial happens and therefore sometimes it's quiet for ages. I tend to agree with that one because the, the, the atmosphere is do know
6: it's not quite right i don't know if that's a recent thing or or, or what
4: but i saw some no, I footage the other day of brentford where they dim the lights and they sort of shine these yeah gobos do the old light show what, what a great thing i saw that. i thought yeah. why, why don't we do something oh, probably because it's just we, you know, ours it's ours,
6: are, ours are just hot they they do at three off o'clock off, in the they. afternoon well yeah, yeah, this, this is, is true Peter, yeah. they wouldn't come
4: back <laughs> <on>. <laughs> it's no good at three o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> totally agree um luke Rowland says i liked and still like ben foster so there you go. Sorry, sorry,
5: sorry, sorry. Let's just go back to that
4: because oh, I think sorry. I think the what, the, song the song thing, thing yeah, and yeah. the
5: atmosphere, yeah. Because we had on um on the Saturday spaces, obviously when I mentioned the spaces previously, I was talking about. We, we we spun up a, a Twitter Spaces for to, to kind of have a phone in and, and hear what people were thinking about uh, about Billich going and Wilder coming in. But last Saturday after the Preston game, I mean it was nil nil, and we had a two hour twenty phone in. I mean crying out loud, people! But out of a nil nil, one of the things that that was really kind of mentioned was because of all of this element. I'd I'd, I'd had a or well, we'd had an email in from from Alan Tarrant saying, "What can we do to you know let's start thinking? What can we do to create a positive atmosphere, get behind the players, and try to make." Make it more positive because you know I mean he, he, he gets the fact that we're you know sarcastic bastards 89.0 9% of the time and the other 10% of the time we're probably asleep it's kind of you know he knows we're going to be kind of in that respect but what could we do to get going and the, the idea of having a song that starts for example like at Wolves like at West Brom something that that, that, that comes along you know you'll never walk alone at, at, at Liverpool is is a great idea and something that could actually but that- come out more the point that was made on Saturday was where are the 1881 because mm. this is this is that was their race On detra, you know, that was the whole point of being, yeah. Um, you know, and that, and then it's kind of obviously it's spun into the bunker, and people are are being, you know, kind of well. It, when, when is the bunker open? When When isn't it? And and a few people were kind of slagging them off and other people came on and said, well, hold on. They're the ones who've actually created this and they ones to have done things. So we did put out a call to say, look, guys, you know, one of the reasons why they they have been, you know, not as active as they once were is because a lot of the volunteers who prior to COVID were involved with it because they were, you know, doing things, you know, like every other week and the bunker was open and it was a really thriving thing. COVID knocked the living shit out of that mm. because suddenly the bunker wasn't about... All the banners were out to, to make the, the ground look at least interesting during during Operation Lockdown and uh, uh, and, and the Cisco years. And it, it kind of it sort of lost its way. It would be great to get something to reinvigorate that, and a song that everybody could get behind would, would be a really good thing to create the atmosphere.
6: I'd also add, I got a comment on the vlog, which actually made me chuckle, which I've just quickly gone and found, and it was was the bloke who was reading out the teams the same guy that does the darts
4: no that was Mr Walker wasn't it that was Mr Walker so, yeah
6: yeah so I don't know like a little bit of a shorty you know somebody that used to rile the crowd up a little bit And
4: when he did the kick the uh, the, the penalty shootout, and he got half of the, 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 the Vicarage Road and the Preston fans to support one team and Watford to support another it actually did lift that from being a non-event into something actually quite good so hats off there Richard because he done a good job there but yeah I think you. I don't know what song it would be I mean I can't think of anything of the song that you'll never walk alone thing is so ingrained in Liverpool because it's so traditional and it's been there for so long that you know you, you can understand why that gets the crowd
5: up i I, I already know what our anthem should be but it's going to piss off old uh, mr Spragg, um who's going to go oh my god he's going further into the cult the, the song of uh, graham taylor's favorite song was raining in my heart by buddy holly yeah which is like the sky is out the sky is blue nothing there to spoil the blue but it's raining raining in my heart if the words raining in my heart aren't a, a bloody you know simile for Watford and supporting yes. it. I don't yeah. know what is. Yeah. We must be able to do something with that or something I, or other. Anyway, so. do I do, do excuse me? I just need to make sure I'm renewing my cult membership.
4: Carry on. Please, please. do. Yes. Uh now, Paul <laughs> fiander Turner, friend of the podcast, uh and patron. This one, this one. I don't know, I don't know what you're gonna make of this, but here we go. I'm just gonna say it. Yellow football shirts are a bit naff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs> well, this season he's absolutely right, I agree.
4: Paul is being naughty there he
6: has he has ticked a rather large box in this little segment so well done sir
4: I, I think i think yellow is is just so kind of ingrained with us now that it's it's just it's what it is but yeah i, d- I don't know whether I, it's not very flattering on people of a certain size yellow I, have I, love, to say.
6: I love going to norwich and uh beating them and singing there's only one team in yellow that always yeah
4: that 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 could be one of the only good reasons for it i mean obviously i don't want to change i like yellow now but it's us but it's yes it's not quite right is it and of course you get that like the road going our ah, pissy little cousins in the yellow yeah whatever
5: <laughs> yeah mike yeah. smart Have you seen, did you see the thing the other day somebody put out on twitter that um whatever his name is mike the hatter whatever their oh uh, right their,
4: their uh, mascot. mascot is yeah oh, yeah that, yeah.
5: that he he looks like Bernard Manning. it's oh, a great yeah. picture. I will tweet it out. <laughs> I will tweet it out. And he does. They got like side by side. It's
4: very good. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Mike Smart, Hassan Kamara's Player of the Season award last year was absolutely ridiculous, uh, and that's not hindsight. He gave away about seven goals in half a season. Yeah. I don't think that's controversial. That's, I'm, I'm that's kind that's of a fair point. But there yeah, was no one point. else. Is the problem that the, no. there was absolutely no one else that could have taken that because Best, they were also... of a bad bunch, wasn't he? Exactly. Yeah. When uh, Wendo Horn, uh standby. Stefano was decent. Um, I think
5: Stefano Akaka was massively underutilised. He should have been playing a lot more, or at least being used. Who was it earlier on said um, Andre Gray and who else was was really good? What Bio. Was, who, uh, Bio. Andre Gray, Stefano Akaka, All of them impact subs. Use them, use them regularly. I've got no problem with Andre Gray being used as an impact sub because he'd come on and, you know, he would cause terror. Unfortunately, he would also cause terror for us as well. But, you know, if you need a goal... <laughs> Uh, just go, just go on and create havoc. That'll do me. Same but thing didn't, with um,
4: Didn't he score a goal against Liverpool and make it three all on the first game of the yes. season? He did, didn't he? Yeah. N-
5: no, he scored an earlier goal. An it was uh, goal. the three all. Go- the the, the, the final you know, goal
4: was yeah, no Liverpool. No first game of the season. It was a three no. All.
5: It, it, yeah, it was Liverpool because he played the first forty five minutes. And then he got taken off, and he was absolutely mint in the first forty-five minutes. Yeah. It was uh, it was Britos who scored the last goal because he kind of almost oh, it yeah. out of the yeah, yeah, hands yeah. on the you're line. Right,
6: you're absolutely. A- right. scored a wonderful. It was against Man United where it was sort of behind him, and he got it, and he sort of flicked it with his heel at the Road.
5: He got two against Everton. Was that one of the ones against Everton?
6: I'm sure it's Man United he scored against. I'll have to look it up, but it was a beautiful goal. Just flicked it with his inside yeah. of his yeah. heel.
5: Anyway, Um, so, so if we're talking about a forward who, one, has played for Italy and, secondly, has scored against Everton, Liverpool... And Man United, maybe we could use one of those. We could. We we didn't use him. We didn't Listen. use
4: him. Gary uh, at Final Music, uh, friend of the podcast and patron. Uh, Steve Caber is a club legend. I think he's just being controversial. <laughs> there. I think that's yes. just taking the piss. If I'm being honest,
5: no. Garrett, Gary is Gary is using his beer mat to uh, to plentiful effect. I would suggest. Yeah, getting a lot of work.
4: Thomas J. Design, uh, who, who we who we know. Um, yep. You're not disconnected or over it if you're constantly talking about it and going to games every other week. You are in fact just venting to like minded fans, which is okay. I think that's us, really, because I mean, we go and oh we're so disconnected with the carbon and then yet yeah, you know, we're still going and so on and so forth. I kind of pick that. I, I get that point. Um, I,
5: I think I think I think that's talking for, for, for a lot of people. A lot of people have said about it and, and you know and there's nothing wrong with venting about it. There's nothing wrong with. It. I don't think the, you know, the the natural default emotion for football fans is one of constant happiness. No, you know it's a, it's actually you know the gnashing and wailing and you know all all of that sort of stuff is part of the, it's part of the part of the roller coaster for crying out loud.
4: Carl Campion, hello Carl. Harriet the Hornet still missing. Club unwilling to investigate her whereabouts. The truth is out there. Love There's it. a winner.
6: Yeah, she's somewhere. She's somewhere under some concrete. She's Instagram. under the pitch,
4: mate. At Alex King underscore ten, friend of the podcast. Marco Silva would have gone on to be one of our most successful managers if his head wasn't turned by Everton. Oh, I agree. Not, I think Not. I look at the work
5: he's
6: look at the work he's doing nine
5: games into that season when he started getting it, and he was he was doing very well and it well nine games is when we got to find out about it but I'm sure it was probably uh, a little bit earlier than that still yeah the moment the the, the game i remember the two 0 win away against uh Southampton Takure and Yanmet getting two goals but we absolutely slaughtered them and yeah. in fairness in fairness to andre gray he was playing up front for him and he was running around creating you know, space left, right and centre. Whenever he got the ball, it was hopeless, but but he was creating lots of space for players behind him. And we played this 4-2-3-1. And do you remember who he was playing in behind the forward? He was playing Tom cleverly Was it Tom Who Cleverley? was just, who was ratting around everything. The, the opposition did not know... When they could, when they could stop, because in fairness, him and Andre Gray were working bloody hard. First, first nine games of Andre Gray, it was the other hundred and however many. <laughs> yes, that I got, right,
6: yeah. I got, yeah. got Yamat's boots from that game. That two 0
4: There you Ooh. go. At Hellhole Island. <laughs> uh, says, straight, away,
6: uh, straight away, I'm, I'm well involved this, in
4: this one
5: is, is this where Kenilworth Road's been relocated to? No,
4: no, he's got the guy's got a picture of him with what looks like William to kong as his profile picture Ooh. His name's Malk um, Oh,
5: Malk, yeah, yeah, no, no you, you know Malk? Malk? Yeah.
4: Okay, those who hammer sar don't know their football 32 goals in 118 games is absolute quality from a winger It's not his fault we overpaid for him The guy has always shown total commitment Despite being kicked from pillar to post most weeks, I don't know about total commitment myself. I think there's been that's been questionable certainly when he's been on the injury table and suddenly Senegal come along and he's able to play i I think that's yeah. one thing I would take issue with there. Uh, I also think you're welcome to have your opinion about a footballer and not be accused of not knowing your football. I've been to enough games now to know that Saar is a bit kind of the the, the Emperor's New Clothes in a way. I, I'm not really convinced by him. That's probably not the most controversial unpopular opinion that we've heard. Well,
5: they, they, let's deal with it. First of all, one of the things we've said about Saar is he's a player of moments. So when he scored what was what were the figures there? How many goals in how many games? Uh, he's at the time, at the time writing, thirty-two and one hundred and eighteen in one
4: hundred
5: and eighteen. Yeah, in those in those thirty-two goals that that he scored, how much contribution does he make in terms of minutes? Even in those games when he does score, because we've said he's a game, he's a player of moments. If he gives you those moments, he's worth having in to to go through. The question is, is what did he provide the club or the the, the team support anything in the ninety odd games when he didn't score? How many assists has he made? And in fairness, Malk's not wrong. That, those are good. Those are good goal scoring stats from a winger, but. We don't quite have wingers in the same sense as we used to when we were playing with John Barnes and Nigel Callaghan. You know, nowadays wingers are advanced forwards, if, if they're in a four, two, three, one or if they're in a four-three three, they are expected to get in at the back post and, and, and get on the end of service as well. I think I agree with what he's saying. I think it's almost a question of do we look at his performances and think, well, there's a glass half full, or do we look at his goal stats? And look at his position and say, Maybe it's uh, maybe it's half empty, who knows? Or yep. one way or t'other. Yep. Interesting thoughts though. Interesting no, no, thoughts. With
4: you there. Dave Lavender. Hello, Dave. Hey, Davy boy! Short but sweet, fucking stewards. who think they're untouchable and a law unto themselves? <laughs> I imagine that there's something personal going on there that we, yeah. we're not. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. You probably know about that. There. Can Can I ask a question? Is it just me? Right, I, I get I get the guys outside of the uh, the turnstiles
5: who go through and frisk and they try. You know, they know that you don't want to be frisked or whatever. They're doing a good job. They're trying to do that. When did it become compulsory for two stewards? To stand either side of the vomitry, i.e. where you walk out into the stadium, either side, it's a narrow walkway, and they kind of just sit there and leaning, do not do anything, but just basically halve the space where people can get in or get out. When did that become a thing? Yeah,
4: no, I'm totally with you there. I'm totally with you there. And and sometimes I cut through, if I go up to the rookery end at halftime or something, or if I come in via the, the arse end, the rookery end, to to go to my seat and I try and walk down the front of the lower Graham Taylor, they stop me and go, you, you, where do you sit? Oh, I sit down. Oh, you've got to go that way. Why? Oh, you've got to go that way. Eventually, they've sort of know me now and don't question it, but to start with, it was kind of, you've got to go along the concourse. I don't want to go along the concourse. It's too busy. I want to go down there. Anyway, I kind of get that from Dave. Uh, I'm with him there. This one, <laughs> uh, Watford... FC Rob says, far too many supporters have an unrealistic expectation of where the club should be. I I, I, I don't know. I, I, do I don't we? Know, we? We're not hearing that. I don't think anybody goes, we should be in the Premier League and we should be pushing for Europe. I think most people go, I think we found our level here. But um, I, I don't know. Look I
5: mean, at, let's, let's combine these two points made earlier on. So earlier on, Mr Sprague said, uh, you know, yes, okay, Graham Taylor was a Mr. good manager,
4: Spray. but it's a cult. Before Graham like Taylor came in, it sounds like you're being on. his lawyer here, Peter. Mr. It's Sprague he's <laughs> yeah, very formal, it's gone, anyway. Go on, yes, very formal, right? uh, I, I, I
5: disagree with that, Your Honor. He <laughs> said, Graham Taylor is, you know, yeah, it, it's too much, it's, it's like a cult. Before Graham Taylor joined in 1977, we had spent four seasons outside of the bottom two divisions in our entire history that went before that since graham taylor we have spent 4 years outside of the top two divisions we he he has you, you can look at the run of, of, of this he has literally transformed the club into what we are now our natural position is somewhere in the championship that's genuinely what it is in the last 10 years of course we have had we've had an abundance of riches we have been spoiled from 20 what 2013 through to you know when, when we came down and you know 2020 sort of time came down the, the season after the uh, after the FA Cup final but I think there is more of a frustration that we can see what the potential is that's not utilized and we can see the things that aren't aren't being done in the same way more than it is a question of us knowing our natural place if we did not have the potsoes and we just had i don't know you know joe Schmo, who's got an you know an industrial company working in hemel or somewhere as the local benefactor i think we'd all be you know just creaming ourselves being in the championship but we're not you know there you go we've we've had millions in from uh from, from tv revenue and it's uh it's hoping that we can uh, can get back up but i do like his point yes am i entitled damn right
6: yes it's, it's worth <laughs> pointing out that we've we've clearly realised that the... What was his name, Mr...
4: The last person Swag. was Watford FC Rob. Oh, Mr, Mr. My, Sprag. My client, Mr Sprag. Yes.
6: Mr Sprag. <laughs> Mr Sprag's uh, comments have clearly filtered below the surface of Peter which is quite
5: horrible if if, if Richard Sprague is not winning this I'm I'm, I'm very
4: upset I think he is (laughs) because it was a great one there's kind of one more to go which is not going to be unpopular and then we'll have a a quick go uh, you know vote on which is the most unpopular this is from uh, John D WFC he says that scoring in the B teams of major European clubs means jack shit Raymond I at Barca (laughs) proves this and a Rouge at Benfica will follow suit so that's his point there. well I'm I'm
6: going to Gonna, I don't think we've seen enough of a Rouge yet. I think he, he, he's a hard worker. You can see that. But mm. I'd like to see him play up front with somebody. Mm. That would be nice. I'm really looking forward to Saturday that we play two up top.
4: Yeah, me too. Me too. Do, do you want Uncle Ron's one? Or, 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 oh, we, yes. No, it wouldn't, just, be a, if, it wouldn't be a would Before we go, uh,
5: I, I, I appreciate Aston Villa are not a super team of Europe, but uh, Cameron Archer was scoring goals in their second team and he has done very well at Middlesbrough. I'd have liked him very, very much. Yeah, I don't know right. if that agrees agrees with the point about European Super League B-teams or not. Uh, no. Probably does. Nah, no. <coughs> Keenan Davis.
4: Uncle Ron <laughs> Senior. Here he goes. That's fair play. <laughs> that Watford fans were moronic to always applaud Kevin Phillips when he returned with other clubs as despite Graham Taylor saving his career from an injury that at the time forced many players to retire, he deliberately wound down his contract to force a move for a derisory fee.
2: lots of pick out there
4: I'm just going to say don't know enough about that to have an opinion myself Right, lots lots of things to go
6: with there yeah
5: that's Kevin Phillips' book he has a totally different opinion on it he was he he was basically offered because he'd gone through an injury if you remember so he never really got a great run after GT had had come back he was uh, of whatever age he was but he felt he'd scored enough goals to kind of get an improved contract and uh, GT offered him the same money basically um, and locking him down for like three years or what have and it was like well you know I'm not sure he was talking to various people he quoted talking to to Tommy Mooney they kind of know what start to get to understand what you're worth bearing in mind his contract when he joined from Bulldog was a would you like to go into, back into full-time football yes absolutely he wasn't getting paid a bundle so it was an opportunity for him to do it Ipswich were the club who were in for him the most and obviously Sunderland came in and he went up and met Peter Reid and I went for it I, I understand what he means in terms of um should we kind of um eulogize about players who are you know who, who have left us and come back and hurt us personally if somebody's moved on I, I will still kind of Follow them warmly, but yeah. um, you know it broke,
6: it broke my heart when he put that penalty in in the final.
5: Yeah, that one, yeah. that one did that hurt. One, that one that did
6: one, hurt. That one was sore. Yeah, can't
4: can't deny that. Well, there we go. So, which one are we going for? Which one are we? Uh... Well, I think there's only one winner. <laughs>
5: During. <Do> you... <laughs> Well, I think I think mentions that the the Vicarage Road Stadium is yeah. a is a poor for fa- poor facilities and and bad uh, and, and and bad views. I think I've not seen a ground with views as 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 good as as Watford, or certainly I've never seen any any better to put it that way. Go yeah. to
6: Sheffield United in their in the Cop End where they've still got metal posts across the middle of it, and then complain about
5: yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: Views. I think years ago. Facil- facilities
5: perhaps that might be something to consider in terms of in comparison to modern day stadiums, but. I go to watch the football I'm less worried
4: about that oh years ago if you were sat in the old main stand there was always a pillar in the way I mean you did have restricted views and yeah. as I say even if you still sit over there now the sun's in your eyes but you can't do anything about that which is why I won't sit in the Elton John stand because I just don't like the view but um, yeah I'm not sure uh, I think we'll go with that one we'll go with the uh,
5: very honourable mention but but I think I think Graham Taylor uh, we got, we overdo him we thought, act like he's a superhero yeah. it's getting like a cult I think we'll go uh, I with think that you, yeah. I think you have to accept that he is the model Day father of the club. There's a reason the man can has got a statue. Can we send him one of our, Graham Taylor? One of our Graham,
6: Graham Taylor badges? Yes, we'll send can him we, one yeah, of that and, a,
5: and a bookmark. Absolutely, and, a bookmark. and also, and also, if you do go to the statue, you can also, uh, as an honorary guest, uh, have your photograph taken with it if you bring a camera. There you go. <laughs>
4: superb! Superb.
5: Hi, I'm Paul Robinson, or Robo in your eyes. And you are listening to the Do Not
6: Scratch Your Eyes podcast.
4: Talking of the the statue and the club shop behind it is now a good time to talk about our t-shirts that we uh lovely segue yeah, it's very good isn't lovely it lovely yeah, it's, it's, it's very good unfortunately i don't think they're available in store me and peter stuck our nose in there saturday he went oh they're not in here but they are available online on the hornets shop uh, website there's six t-shirts which peter has designed i think they're absolutely fantastic yeah, um, fantastic we got one with daniel backman on it we got one with uh asprea one with Ken Semmer. There's Cyril. Um, there's Elsa, Pedro. Uh, Pedro. Uh, loser, that was the other one, and uh, Asprea. Um And uh, yes, they're all fantastic. People are sending us pictures of them turning up and, uh, and showing us with them on and all the rest of it. And uh, it's absolutely fantastic. There is a 50-50 split on the profits to charity. 50% of the profits goes to the Peace Hospice and 50% to Kit Aid. So if you want to take a look at those, have a look at the club shop. It's under T-shirts, I think, on the club shop. Yep. They've got sort yep. of some silly bits at the top, and then underneath you'll see six t-shirts with players and on them.
6: Don't worry, ladies. There's even stuff for you as well on there's International
4: Women's Day. I think you said that most unpatronisingly, Carl. Well, done. Well, well uh, done. well done. Don't worry, ladies. There's stuff for you. Uh, <laughs> and, so but also,
6: also that's, why so char- that's why I'm in charge of this sort of thing.
4: I can tell. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
5: Yeah. Carlos. Carlos is our EDI officer for the <laughs> <laughs> Not scratch your eyes. Yeah. It's going really well, it's as you can tell. Well. Let me yeah. turn to my female colleague. Oh, no. More, more training
4: um, needed there. So, there are also
5: there are also kid sizes available, with the exception of the tequila bottle representing uh, young uh, young Yasser Espria, because you probably don't want your six-year-old walking into your friends and family going, look, tequila on his chest. No, that's probably not what you're asking. That's after. not uh, what's
4: required.
6: Very quickly, a very quick story. I, I, I won't name him, but he approached me and said, I don't understand tequila and Espria, because I thought tequila was Mexican, not Colombian.
4: It's true. Do they know? I mean, I mean,
6: I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic point, but, but uh, you, he has got a song. If you remember, Yep. Oh, so yeah. So
4: so, so yeah. Yes, yeah. that's why it's because of the Esprit. Anyway, that was the that was the thinking behind that. So yeah, check them out because they are they're, they're really nice t-shirts, and it's all for a good cause they are. as well. So amazing. Have a look at that. Also, yeah. if you want if you want things like beer mats and and badges. Those new badges, I had them in my pocket, and uh, one of the pins stuck me in the chest. Like I could not believe it was very uncomfortable. But if you want some of those, please use them carefully because the pins are sharp. Hang on, yeah.
5: Hang on, yeah. There's three. There's three of us do this nonsense, right? Yeah. And so far, we've had two lots of badges. Both of you have managed to injure yourself with badges. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I that, cracked a rib. You cracked a that's worse,
4: year. to be fair. Your your yeah. cracked rib is worse than my slight discomfort in my ribs. But yes, we've got some really nice Graham Taylor uh, tracksuit badges. Uh, and we've got still got bookmarks and beer mats and all sorts of stuff. People, uh, when I walked into the Red Line the other day, it was like people descending on me. Give me stuff. Hang on a minute, I've just walked in. So if you want some of that, we have it, and we're, we're more than uh, happy to, to, to give stuff to you. So just stop us if you see us and demand stuff.
5: Well, well, we are almost. Well, I am almost out of beer mats. We've got, uh, yeah, and I've, I'm also, I'm also nearly out. Very, very nearly out of the little do not scratch your eyes yellow and black badges. I am. And We do indeed yeah. have Graham Taylor badges.
4: Yes, I'm out so, of the little ones and I've only got a few beer mats left. So you are, this limited stock. You're going to have to get in quick if you want yeah. them. And I think you've sent some out, of any you, Pete, to, to people that ask <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, answers.
5: yeah. So so if anybody has, uh, you know, kind of sent stuff in via Twitter or via the website, uh, stuff went out today. It is going second class because, hey, we're not made of money. No, but, um, no. We, 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 we posted <laughs> these out to people so that uh, you can kind of Get involved with, with more of the nonsense, especially if you're drinking a cup of tea or indeed beer. I believe the beer mats are available for both soft and hard drinks. Exactly. Other consumer advice is available. Is, is available.
6: available. Yeah. Um, That's why you're in charge of that. Yes, yes. I think it's only reasonable. I think
5: it's only reasonable.
4: Well, you're the only one who's not damaged <laughs> yourself on any of our merchandise. So yes, I think I think we have to put you in the in the watchdog position there, Peter. The, um, <laughs> yes, Peter Fincham has uh, composed a piece of music which he's he's shared with us in our Patreon Telegram today. There's another little thing, for you there our Patreon Telegram. If you want to get involved in that. Check out our Patreon, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it is thriving. I have to what say, it's you good
6: stuff. could you just say that again? Because I didn't quite hear you. Our yeah.
4: Patreon, ladies and gentlemen, have have a look at that. If you go onto our Twitter, there's a at the top. There's like a little. It looks like a. Unfortunately, it looks a bit like a dollar sign. If you click that, it takes you to our Patreon. You can join our Patreon for a few pounds a month, and for that, you get all sorts of things. Um, but one of the things you get access to is a Telegram group where there's other patrons in there. It's kind of a close community, so you're not going to get other people on Twitter again. What are you talking about? because we're all kind of friends there and everybody's kind of got their own opinion. It's not always about football. We've spoke about so many things on there. Uh, Pete Fincham dropped a, a song in there today which was a, a pastiche <laughs> of uh, Started With A Kiss uh, about the various managers that we've had well, in charge of what put should, under the Potso's. Should,
5: should we have a listen?
4: Let's have a listen. It started with
5: Sean Dyche
4: But he was
1: let go in a day Then Zola came to play, but soon his ball was taken away. Then a bloke called Saninio he turned up for a little while. Before the heart of Garcia made him collapse into a pile, but then... McKinley came and went Without so much as by your leave Then along came Johanovich For eight short months when we couldn't breathe It started with chandige Never thought it would come to this It started with chandige Never thought it would come to this And thence once in the Prem Flores had his first time Replaced by Mazzari Who was let go after that sign Marco Silva slithered in But he did not last until May and Jaffe Gracia then arrived He gave us hope someone could stay But then... QSF came back again And Marlins lasted just one game just Nigel Pearson then turned up Before then he too felt the pain It started with Sean Dyche Never thought it would come to this It started with Sean Dyche. Never thought it would come to this You don't remember him, do you? You don't remember him, do you? Had another turn, and Evich always seemed to frown. Cisco really made them tick, but Claudio and Roy were thick. Then this season change came again, and Rob Edwards soon wasn't there. Billage lasted just six months, and now it's wilder. But I don't care. And then... You don't remember him, do you? 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 It started with Sean Dyche. Never thought it would come to this. It started with Sean Dyche. Never thought it would come to this.
4: Yeah, that's fantastic. Well done, Peter Fincham. I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, He's put a lot of time into that. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah well done, Peter. That's 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 a brilliant. This,
5: <laughs> what, what, what particularly like is Harold Graham never quite made that note and in honour of that Peter Fincham is falling just short of it as well well just, done Peter. yeah Pete.
6: just missing it
4: yeah great Harold Brown <laughs> hell
3: Love it. (laughs) Do
1: not scratch your eyes!
4: Right, I think that's probably enough of this nonsense. I think it's probably time to to hit the the road. Talking of the road, you're going to QPR, aren't you, Carl?
6: Yes, yeah, I'm at QPR, looking forward to that. uh, We'll welcome Mr Wilder for his first game.
4: Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, that's going to be... That's going to be. And then Tuesday, we got Birmingham, haven't we?
6: We're recording the preview show with them ahead of the QPR
5: game. Because as we all know, Birmingham supporting podcasts are elusive things. So we're trying to get them in in good time.
4: We are. We are. And then, and then everybody, he's back. Barry from Wigan. Oh, I can't wait for Barry. I can't wait, can't wait for, I can't Barry, wait for Barry. I can't wait. I can't wait what for a that. ledge. I think we might have to stream that one on our uh, Patreon yeah. uh, channel. Yeah, there you go. There's a, reason. There's a reason to join Patreon right there. I you do
6: hope. I do hope that Barry can come to the game.
4: I do. He's, I think it's unlikely because I had a yeah, message, just, had a little yeah, message from him. But. I
6: did. I... I did see some messages exchanged, so yeah, yeah. It's hopefully, unlikely. Hopefully, you can come.
4: We'll have to cherish him when he's on our podcast because he's he's absolutely yes. fantastic. So he's really, really brilliant. looking forward to that. And it's, it's sad because if we are in this division next year, I don't know whether Wigan will be. Yeah. So um, yeah,
6: when we because we're bound to have an end of season awards, aren't we? We should podcast, have an end of season awards. Yeah, and, I, to, and I, there must be a you know for favourites uh, that We've spoken
4: a space to. for yeah. Barry somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah you,
5: you you can vote for Barry all you want. I'm voting for my client, Richard Sprags, for the best guest. The fact that he's not been here is neither here nor there and irrelevant. My and you'll, client. you'll be receiving papers in the morning. <laughs>
6: yeah, I'm sure And we all, will. Of, co- of course, Kev, Kev from West Brom as well. Yeah, Kev, Kev from Kev West Mark Brom. Yeah, that's oh, an
4: honourable mention, of course, to Kev from West Brom. <laughs> right, well, enjoy the QPR game, everybody. Uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, there's plenty to listen to there, by the way. We've put out quite a lot this week. Well, it seems like we put out quite a lot this week, so plenty of catching up there if you, uh, if you fancy it. Um, anyway, yes, um, until we next meet. Uh, look after yourselves and each other. You warns. Go on, you, you golden boy. Ah.
3: Supply 5 years or 100,000 miles whichever comes first
2: Pro is an advanced driver assist technology driver's responsibility to stay alert drive safely and control vehicle at all times
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network Talk Sport powered by fans